What's up, boys and girls? Welcome to February. Chapter two of 2024 is here. And it is day 31 of me doing this, uploading to YouTube, doing a podcast, 31 days in a row. Woo! Let's have a party and celebrate my amazingness. Just joking. It's been an experience though, and I thought, why not review it and have a think about what I've taken away and learnt or been reminded of from this last month. And there's been a few things. I think the first one, and maybe it's poetic irony, maybe it's not, I don't know, is pretty much, I think it was day one, it was day two of me doing this. And that was the whole video around embracing sucking at something. And, you know, I've been uploading content, which basically means pointing a camera at your face, hitting record, and then uploading it to the internet to be judged for a long time now. I remember when I first started doing this, it was August 2019. So we're coming up fast on five years. And I looked at the stats the other day. I have done nearly 15,000 Instagram stories, over a thousand posts. I'm now a full-time YouTuber and podcaster, obviously. And... <laughs> Even in all of that time with all of those reps, I'm still pretty rubbish at this. <laughs> and that's okay. It's, it's very alien. You know, having a camera pointed at your face is a very new thing. The internet is an even newer thing. People watching you pointing a camera at your face on the internet, we're talking about something that's literally 10 years old. We are the first generation of human beings to do this. Our brains are not really evolved to understand what's going on. And people will see people act in, you know, TVs or movies. And you, you'll also see someone like myself sitting here doing something like this. And it's very easy to think, I could do that. That's easy. And then they just think, you know, what's stopping me, what's holding me back is that I don't have anything to say or I don't have the time or, you know, whatever it might be. You absolutely could do it, but don't expect it to be easy. <laughs> and I'm not saying that to put you off. If anything, it's the other way around. I, I would prefer more people to do this, to put up more interesting stuff, to give their own perspectives, to you know, show more of their own personalities. I think it would be fantastic if more people did that. You know, The ratio of consumers to creators is horrendously misbalanced at the moment. And it's getting better. I'm definitely noticing it. I always watch out for friends, people I, I follow, uh, when they start doing it, because it's very daunting. I remember, the f I still remember the first, like, walk and talk story that I ever did on Instagram. I was walking to the gym, I can vividly remember it, it was a, it was a summer's day, I'd just come back from Vegas, and I literally couldn't walk, talk, and not fall over and stumble over my words, and I mean fall over as in literally fall over, at the same time, and I was like, wow, this is going to suck. And I remember laughing and thinking, oh, wow, okay, well, I've, I've already committed in my head that I'm going to do this. So I guess I'm just going to have to suck at it kind of thing. The second thing I noticed when I did it back then, which hasn't happened this time, was how many people judged it back then. And I think that's probably what puts people, puts so many people off from starting this is they think, oh my God, I don't know what I'm talking about, imposter syndrome, or my friends are just going to laugh at me. And it's like, yeah, they probably will, but that's fine. Like people hate change. People almost resent other people subconsciously from developing, from improving, from going ahead of them. 
you know, I've said this before, losers like to keep losers. Losers like to keep other people down. Winners will promote other people. And, uh, you know, one surefire way of uploading, of, you know, figuring out who your friends are is start uploading content. You'll find out very quickly, trust me, who's in a growth mindset and who's not. It's eye-opening and it will come from places you don't expect, both on a negative way and in a positive way. So 100%, the first lesson, me doing this 31 days in a row is even after near enough five years of uploading content, I am literally just at the start of this. And that can either scare you or inspire you or it can put you off completely. And for me, it's definitely like, wow, okay, how good is this going to be in a year's time, five years time, 10 years time? Because guess what, guys? Internet, content, personal brand, it ain't going anywhere. And I, I say it all the time to anybody who will listen, get on this. Because in five years time, you're going to be very, very behind the curve when the kids coming up, the 15-year-olds, the 20-year-olds, they will all be doing it, all of them. And I don't want people left on the shelf. Saying that though, the more positive side of that lesson is how much you can improve in 31 days. Being able to sit down in front of a camera and do long form content, one take, no edit, is a very hard thing to do. You have to really improve your brain to mouth speed. You have to not just do that so that you're not umming and ahhing, but you also have to do that so you're coming across compendiously and saying something that is engaging and interesting. You have to come across, you have to learn or relearn tone. Because when you're having a conversation with someone, I think this is probably the most alien thing about it. You're having a conversation with an inanimate object, with a computer. Right now, I am staring at my phone. It's the weirdest thing in the world. And when you're having a conversation, we're used to this. We've been doing that for however many years you've been talking. And it's much easier to do, even if you don't know the person. You can pick up tells, subconscious tells, and the way their body language and their tone and all this sort of stuff, it, you then end up mirroring that. Or it gives you a, uh, a way of gauging how to react and how to interact with them. When there's nothing coming back, it's very difficult. But you can drastically improve very quickly. And the way I've done that is imagining you are having a conversation with a person. So literally, like, sometimes it really helps because if someone has asked me a question and that's triggered me to think, oh, I'm going to do a piece of content about that, then... I will just picture their face as the camera and that I'm trying to have a one-to-one -one conversation with them, but they're like, I don't know, they got duct tape on their face or something like that. But that, that's a huge one, like how much you can improve. And I, I, you know, I obviously record a lot of content, not just for YouTube, but for my business. I do a lot of um, calls with clients and stuff and doing this, this process has massively improved my ability to communicate. And I thought I was already quite good at it, but actually, again, you're humbled. You're re you realize how much of a novice you are. And, and also, I suppose this is probably the next lesson that I've learned is that the gap between like being 7 out of 10 good at something and 8 out of 10 good at something and then 9 and 10, it's not like twice. It's not like you don't go from like 7 to 8 and then 8 to 9. The journey from 7 to 8 is very different from the journey to 8 to 9 and 9 to 10 is very different as well. And if you can go from a seven and an eight, seven to an eight, it might be twice as hard, but you might get 10 times the benefit. If you can go from an, uh, an eight to a nine, it might be five times as hard, but you get a hundred times the benefit. Do you see what I'm saying? So if you can work your way towards a 10, it's not like a linear relationship. It's, it's exponential. It's a curve like that. 
So it's like nothing, 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 everything. But to get from the nothing to everything is very, very difficult. And it comes, I think, just from brute force, consistency, and embracing sucking. So yeah, that to me is like a huge thing. I'm just looking at the list of, of topics that I've covered. And like a lot of this stuff I came up with on the day, you know? I, like I say, none of this is scripted. I would walk home from the gym and I would have had a conversation with someone. You know, I'm in a privileged position where I'm a coach and I have conversations with, you know, sometimes I have 30 like conversations with 30 different guys in one day. Sometimes it's 10, it, it depends on the day. But I'm always having conversations with guys who are trying, who are asking me questions and who are trying to better themselves. And you get a lot of content from that. It creates this flywheel, this momentum, and it's amazing because I'm like, wow, what an amazing piece of content. Like, I'm going to go home and bang that out. And it's not perfect. That's not, I think that's like another huge lesson. It's like, don't try and be perfect with this stuff. But like so much of this stuff has been new to me as well. So I suppose the lesson that I've learned is just practicing what you preach. Because it's very easy to sit here and, and lecture and to tell people things. But if you can say something from personal experience, I think just naturally the language that you use around it is much more resonant. People will get it and understand it. And also there's no comeback on it. There's no, oh, that's all right for you. And that, you know, because they're like, oh, well, if he can do it, I can do it kind of thing. And I think that's a huge thing. So being able to actually practice what you preach. And I'll be honest, I actually had this conversation today with my barber. I said, when I was a personal trainer face-to-face -face, in a gym in London, my diet was way, way worse than a lot of my clients' diets. And it was way worse than what I was preaching to people because I was so, anyone who's a personal trainer or you know does like a nurse's job, a doctor's job, um, barber, you know, all these sort of where you're on your feet, it's service-based face-to-face, service-to-face jobs. You're on your feet a lot. You don't get much downtime. And when you do, you literally just eat whatever you can get your hands on. And we had like this co-op around the corner. The first thing you'd see would be like these like sausage rolls, like greasy, and you'd see um, brownies and, and you just grab whatever you can. It's just, it's just sustenance. You just need calories you, and it's terrible. And you know, and you get the bad, the bad, you get the negative effect from that. So, Practicing what you preach is incredibly valuable because you don't get the imposter syndrome and you get the benefit and you speak with a lot more conviction and confidence when you're saying it to a camera or when you're saying it to someone else. And because you can say it in a, in a way that you the people can relate to because you've actually done the thing, it makes it far more believable and resonant with people. So that has been definitely a huge thing. I'm trying to think. I think those are the kind of the biggest things. I think for me, like... It's early days. We're not even a third of the way through, guys. Like, this is a bloody journey. And I'm loving it. I think, and actually this maybe is the last lesson then, is I think I tweeted this. I don't know. I, 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 I do a lot of content. But if you see something as work, you've kind of already lost. There has to be a mindset shift where you have to see what other people see as work as play. I think Naval Ravikant said that, I think. But regardless, you can't see the thing as work because ultimately you're just setting in a timer in your head and eventually it's going to go off and you're going to fail. You're going to stop. You're going to, And then when you do, you're going to binge on the 
the other end of the spectrum. So for like diets, you'll just binge on the food. For exercise, you'll just stop doing the exercise. I don't know what the the opposite of this is. I guess not going on YouTube. <laughs> I don't know. But you know what I mean? Maybe you just become a hermit. So if you if you see it as work, you've already failed. I think that's a huge lesson. You have to go into it with the mindset of not what is this going to cost me? Time, energy, effort, uh, potential embarrassment. I might say something silly, but more what is the benefit going to be for someone else? And, you know, that's a huge part about what I, uh, I love about what I do is that even on the days when I'm tired and I can't be bothered because we all get those days, I'm able to tap into something deeper than that where I know, you know, if I turn up and give my best self, someone else is going to benefit from that. So that's powerful. I think that's pretty, that's been a very powerful lesson for me is don't see this stuff as work. See it as play. Find ways. And I, I can't tell you how to do that because it's very dependent on the thing that you're doing. But if you want to be successful at anything, you have to do it for a very long time. You have to suck. You have to iterate. You have to improve. You have to get feedback. And eventually it will just all make sense. But you have no guarantee that it will make sense and you don't know when that's coming. So if you see it as work, oh, I've got to go to work today. You're just eventually going to resent it. Even though you don't know the outcome, you just have to find a way of making it feel like fun. So that's a nice lesson. I think it's powerful. And it's why I'm still here. And it's why I'm not going anywhere. So guys, I'm going to leave that one here today. It's been a, it's been a journey. It's been a ride. It's been, a, it's been fun. Roll on the next month. Roll on February. I hope January was productive for you. I wish you all the best for February and beyond. Let's fucking go. Cheers, guys.